0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. A couple people contacted me a few days ago and said, Steve, they're talking about you on another channel on YouTube. And they sent me a link because they're discussing an automobile warranty issue. I went and watched it and the guy actually said in the video, hey, we should talk to Steve Leto about this. So I went into the comments below the video and said, hey, I'm Steve Leto, I'd love to talk to you about this. Here's my email, contact me. A couple days went by and I've since had more people say, Steve, you need to talk about this particular story. And I said, okay, well, I was waiting for those guys to contact me. I thought maybe we could do a collaboration or something, but they never got to me. So I went over there and I removed my comment, which a lot of people don't know you can do. If you post something on YouTube and you change your mind later, you can remove your comment. But I removed the comment because I figured I'd do it myself. So the headline here is Chevrolet will void owner's warranty if they flip their Corvette Z06. And by flip, we're talking about the process where you buy something and you sell it right away and flip it. For a profit, not that you take the Corvette out and roll it over. It's hard to roll a Corvette. It can be done, but it's it's almost a physical impossibility. Uh, so CarBuzz.com's got the most concise version I could find of this. Sebastian Sanitsa wrote this, and uh, several people sent me notes, and I apologize I didn't write them down here. Uh, but I, like I said, was first alerted to this by somebody who said Steve, they're talking about this on another channel. They mentioned you, so. This sounds like an effective means of preventing opportunists from ripping people off. There are two schools of thought on this. Should General Motors, Chevrolet, be allowed to limit how you can sell a car once you own it? Or, if you want to look at the other way, should Chevrolet be allowed to try to keep you from flipping a car for a profit if there's a market out there for it? We've heard of cases like this. Uh, In fact, it's happened quite recently with cars that were so hot and in such high demand that the dealerships could charge outrageous premiums for them. And then when the manufacturer stepped in and said, you cannot charge outrageous premiums, people just buy them and they turn around and sell them for a huge profit. And the question is, is that right? Is it ethical? Is it legal? And you'll recall the same thing happens, I don't know, with concert tickets. And there's been a lot of noise recently about people who say, I logged on to buy tickets to a hot show. And uh, it turns out they use surge pricing on tickets now, like they did with, uh, with uh, those uh, ride hail apps. And so you discover that they want a couple thousand dollars for a standing room only seat on the main floor of a big venue. <laughs> Ain't nobody I want to see that bad. So here's the deal. General Motors cautions buyers of the Z06 Corvette against flipping it in their first year of ownership. If you do that and they figure this out, you will lose access to certain warranties and future high-demand products will be off-limits. So not only will they punish you by altering the warranty, but they're also going to say, we're going to put you on the list. And on the list, you won't get to buy cool stuff in the future. If that matters, I don't know. So the Chevrolet Corvette Z06 has been a long time coming. The public is very excited about it. Well, some of the public. I can't say I'm terribly excited about it. But it's got a flat-plane crank V8 And true supercar styling, not to mention 670 horsepower. Okay, that right there, (laughs) that's noteworthy. And eager buyers are desperate to get their hands on one. Of late, many in-demand cars have been sold for vastly more than the manufacturer's recommended price. And Chevy wants to stop that kind of behavior from influencing the way people perceive the Z06. And there is an issue with that. Because there are guys out there, and gals, out there who love a particular car. When a new one comes out that's been hopped up or special, they want to get one of those cars. And they're the ones for whom perhaps the cars mean the most. And if they can't get one because some investor just bought one and flipped it to somebody else, well, that does seem to kind of taint the brand. So to that end, Chevrolet has enacted a number of policies to prevent customers from flipping their cars for vast profits, And the latest may be the most effective. Chevrolet will void the warranty if you sell your Z06 in the first year of ownership. So, you buy the car. It's got a warranty. It's presumably longer than one year. It has a warranty. One month later, somebody comes by and offers you crazy money for it. You can sell it to them. They're buying it without a warranty. Now, if you wait another 11 months and then sell it at a year and a day, presumably you can sell it you can sell it with the remainder of the manufacturer's warranty intact and the warranty will transfer. And so they're thinking that by doing this, no one's going to want to buy this late model Corvette high performance as is because that's what that would be. In addition, customers who have found to do this will be banned from ordering any future GM products according to the drive. According to GM spokes, person who spoke with the publication, GM is limiting the transferability of certain warranties and barring the seller from placing future sold orders or reservations if the vehicle is resold within the first 12 months of ownership. This will be applicable to certain high-demand products, including the Z06, but also the Cadillac Escalade V and the GMC Hummer EV, although we're positive more vehicles will be added to the list in time this is outstanding news. It means z Z06 can be what it was always meant to be, and that is a relatively affordable supercar. So they're hoping that this will keep the prices down. Now, here's the thing. The marketplace will almost always find a way around this. It's kind of like trying to keep something from flooding as the floodwaters rise. Water goes where it wants to go. And with Herculean efforts and like construction projects, you can reroute water. But on short notice eh, and an overwhelming amount of water, it's tough. And that's how the economy works. So if something has got great value and I can buy it and other people want to buy it from me for even greater value, (laughs) it's hard to stop that from happening. But this is an interesting angle here. And the question is, is it legal? We'll talk about that in a second. Why does GM care so much, asks Sebastian. Well, as has been the case in the past with both GM and other manufacturers, These overpriced flips cause damage to the brand. When a new high-demand product is made available to the public, the prevalent stories throughout its life should pertain to the car itself, instead dominating the news are stories about how expensive these cars are, and manufacturers are tired of their names being dragged through the mud as a result. And that is true. Think about this. I remember as a kid wanting to go see a show that sold out instantly, a rock show. One of them rock bands, the Longhairs, are going to play some of their music up on stage. And f- asking around. And they, oh, I got tickets. It'll cost you. And you find out somebody wants an insane amount of money. And you're like, how many tickets you want? I bought 50 tickets. <laughs> oh, were you planning on bringing 49 friends? Of course not. It's going to f- scalp the tickets. And I remember, for instance, when the Viper came out. When the Viper came out, they were so hot and so desirable. There were stories about them being flipped also for profit. And also some high-profile people who got them because... Chrysler recognized that this car is going to get us a ton of publicity. We'll put them in the right hands, but some of them actually wound up in this process where somebody bought it and flipped it. And I know recently people who've gotten the uh, Ford Bronco and they got one and they turned around and sold it at a great profit because they could. So for reference, the Corvette Z06 has a base MSRP of $106,000. That's for the one LT trim excluding the destination and delivery charges of $1,395. So it'll set you back about mm, $108, $108 and change, $107, $108, right around there. Of course, you don't want that bare bones trim, right? I mean, (laughs) you want to dress it up a little bit. So here's the question. People ask, can they void a warranty? And here's the thing. They're not necessarily voiding a warranty if they tell you this in advance. They can do this legally if they do it right. And I suspect that General Motors has got more than a couple attorneys on their staff. And I know this because I know many of them who work there. I'm friends with attorneys who work for General Motors and Chrysler and other car companies. So, you have to understand that warranties are governed by the Magnuson-Moss Warranty Act. It's a federal statute that defines what a warranty is, what the minimum standards for warranties are, and the prohibitions against things that manufacturers used to do. For instance, saying, oh, you bought a, uh, a Ford product, you've got to put Ford oil into it or you'll void your warranty. And they have said you can't do that and you can't tie a product to it unless you can prove through a hearing process that it's actually necessary. And no one ever does that. So that's basically out. So they pretty much stopped doing that. Most car companies, I haven't seen anything in the car field for a long time that says that. However, however, there is a minimum standard, but there's also rules on what they can call a warranty. So for instance, a full warranty has got to do certain things. Or a limited warranty can limit things. And many people are surprised when I tell them this, but I say go out and check and you'll see I'm right. Car companies haven't offered full warranties since the Magnus and Moss warranty act got passed. Because the standards for a full warranty are so high that nobody bothers to try to get them. So what they do instead is they go, oh, it's a limited warranty. And they say, here's our limited warranty. And they say what the limitations are on the warranty. And by necessity, a warranty of limitations is a limited warranty and vice versa. So when I tell you the warranty has got limitations, you don't go, what? No. You bought a car with a limited warranty. Every car you've bought has come with a limited warranty. Unless we're talking about stuff bought so long ago that Magnuson and Moss hadn't gotten together and passed their warranty act. (laughs) Because yes, it is named after two people. So the question is, what are the limitations on the warranty? So if I am a car seller, I'm a car manufacturer, I build these things, I manufacture them, I ship them off to dealers, and they are delivered to be sold to end users with a warranty from me, the manufacturer, the entity. It's a limited warranty. The question is, what are the limitations? Some of them are obvious. 550, five years, 50,000 miles, for instance, is a common limitation. They'll also say we don't, for instance, warrant the tires because they have a warranty from their manufacturer. We don't warrant the battery. Battery comes from its own manufacturer. So you might be able to take it to the dealership and say, hey, my battery's bad. But if there's a problem with the battery, it's between you and the battery manufacturer under their warranty. And if you don't like that, don't buy the car. But these limited warranties that you get have limitations. So... If General Motors wants to, they can legally issue you a warranty that says, here is our warranty and here are the limitations on our warranty. It's five years, 50,000 miles, three years, 36,000 miles to the first owner of the vehicle. However, if the first owner of the vehicle transfers or sells ownership of the car to somebody else, within the first year of ownership the warranty goes away if it gets sold after the first year of warranty it is then passed on to the second owner however it can only be passed to the second owner if they get the car more than a year after delivery to the first owner is that limitation legal absolutely so I had several people who commented to me, and also in the comments I read below that video, say, you have to understand that a warranty is a contract. And and a warranty is not exactly a contract um, in that sense, but that's not a bad way of looking at it. But a warranty is an agreement. It's an agreement that we have. And I agree to do something for you if you buy this car. So the question is, what does the agreement say at the moment we... Make the agreement, which is when you take delivery of the car. You choose to buy the car and take delivery of it knowing that there's an agreement regarding the warranty. Okay? And so if you buy the car and you agree that you will have a warranty and you can only transfer the warranty if you do so a year and a day after purchase, otherwise the warranty is voided, that's not illegal. That is perfectly legal because it's simply a limitation on a warranty by the manufacturer who's allowed to issue a limited warranty as per the Magnuson-Moss Warranty Act. Now, is it fair to the second buyer? What right do they have to demand anything from General Motors? They don't have an agreement with General Motors. The agreement with General Motors is between the buyer, original buyer, and them. And when this buyer sells it to another buyer... GM is now what we call remote. They're not a party to this transaction. So the original transaction is General Motors initial buyer. Initial buyer sells it to second buyer. Second buyer's got no relationship with GM. Now, it might be non-standard in the sense that everyone has always known that most late model warranties will transfer from the original owner to the next owner and possibly even to the next owner, as long as it happens within a certain time period. Some companies used to require you to contact and let them know. Other companies don't care. It's just a matter of, is this vehicle under warranty still because of the delivery date? And I saw some people who commented and said, yeah, but how would anybody know this? Well, whose job is that? Whose job is it to notify the remote buyer who's buying a used vehicle from an individual, not a dealership, not a manufacturer. Whose job is that? Well, it would be the seller's job. The seller. Because everything that this buyer gets, they get through this seller. They're buying the car from the seller. Now, I understand in the old days, or with other cars, I could buy a car, late model, from a seller and get the warranty with the car. But, Number one, this is a widely publicized situation with the Z06. But number two, I've told people this before. You can go online, I'm pretty certain with all the car companies, and figure out if a warranty is still active or not. And if you can't do it online, a dealership can do it for you. So you should be able to contact somebody at a dealership, give them a VIN and say, I'm just curious, I'm about to buy this car. Can you tell me if the warranty is still good? And I suspect a guy at a dealership would say, well, <laughs> it's still good for the guy who's got the Z06, but since he bought it six months ago, it's not going to transfer to you. So, obviously, if you take this like a game of chess and just play it out to its end positions and ask yourself, where do we get to? Six months from now, some guy puts a Z06 on bring a it trailer, it's a six month old Z06. Look at its beautiful condition, low miles, thing rocks and rolls, but I'm tired of selling it. Someone buys it. And they go, oh, I thought it had a warranty on it. Warranty's no good? I'm upset. I want to sue somebody. Who do you sue? Well, you could sue the seller of it if they lied to you and said the warranty would transfer. But you can't sue GM because they publicized this was the case and they told the buyer that was the case. So if the buyer didn't pass that along to you, you might have a misrepresentation claim against them for silent misrepresentation for failing to tell you facts material of the transaction that you didn't get told, but it's going to be a tough climb. So there you go. So as long as GM makes this known to the buyer at the time of sale, it's perfectly legal and does not violate The Magnuson Moss Warranty Act, which specifically says manufacturers can issue limited warranties so long as the limitations are made known to the buyer, et cetera, et cetera. So there you go. Chevrolet will void the owner's warranty if they flip the Corvette too soon. Sebastian Sanitza wrote that for CarBuzz.com. And uh, questions or comments can always be put below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. One picture is worth 1,000 denials.